Hello everybody, it's Marcy from wavesofcommunication.com. Welcome to another episode of the Language Facilitation Helpline podcast, and thank you for tuning in today. Every action you take to help the late talkers in your life is important, that the fastest results come when you enjoy the process of language facilitation. Thank you for joining me. And today's topic, new words. And I've got five easy tips to share with you today that you can use to facilitate new spoken language, words that your lay talker never used before. And we're I'm going to give you the tips on how to do that. Let's talk about finding new speech. How are you going to facilitate new speech? So that's what I have for you today is five easy tips to hear new spontaneous words with fail-proof tools that will motivate lay talkers because that's the whole point of this channel is we don't try to prompt or pull or make anybody do anything. I can't make you do anything. You can't make the lay talkers do anything, but you can facilitate progress in the language learning and language development process through your role as a language facilitator. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So without further ado, tip number one, let's get into that. And it is to talk more slowly and carefully. Now, I know that you might be saying the same kinds of things over and over again, or you might even be trying to think that you are talking more slowly and carefully with the lay talker. And this tip is even more important if your child is a late talker due to middle ear fluid. So it's super important to be conscious about the way your speech is being projected. Think about, don't worry so much about what they're picking up. Worry about what you're projecting. You can always gauge that in yourself as a facilitator. So what you're gonna do is project every sound in every word and you're going to be triggering better eye contact when you just make your speech more easy to understand. Your lay talkers will look at you more and they'll learn more from the visual things. Now, remember I said in this other one that you, I was going to give you these fail-proof tools. Fail-proof tools are these mantras or ideas or situations that you can remember. It's the idea, basically, and that's what I have in the hashtag on each one of these tips. And the hashtag on this one is garbage in, garbage out. So if you are not using very careful and slow speech with the lay talker, especially those kids who have ear fluid, you're going to find that the, the speech that they produce, you're going to have a hard time understanding it, and they're going to have a hard time even trying to talk more. Because when kids can't understand very clearly exactly what you're saying, they will start to shut you off. It's just like static on the TV or radio. You will turn the channel and find your information elsewhere if it's not 
clear and slow enough for you to process. So that is tip number one. Okay, let's move into tip number two to hear more new words this season, right? In the next period of time, weeks. You could hear new words in days, depending on the level of your late talker. We'll talk about that at the end when we talk about how to gauge how you know this is working for you. Okay, so tip number two, though, is to use longer sentences. You might be in the habit of saying the words that you are secretly inside hoping the late talker will say. I want this, give me this, this is a thing, that's mine, give me, you know, things like that. When the late talker is using some of these little phrases already because you've been facilitating, maybe you watched that video I did about what to teach your late talker instead of I want, and what you did instead was you taught them really useful little phrases. These are gestalt phrases, meaning chunks of words that mean something that the late talker has learned means something and then they'll use it again later. They might be accurate, they might not, but that is the late talker's intent. So what happens then, when you start using sentences that are longer than these little phrases. You had to switch from single words to phrases to get them up to saying phrases. Now that they're doing that, you have to facilitate more. Remember, in this video, you are facilitating more, not more of the same, more new words, additional speech that you want to do. So it's important that, again, just like the last thing, the thing that you can control, the tool that you can control, is how you are saying and what you are saying. Basically, that's the only thing that you can control. And so you must think about what you're saying in these sentences. Are you including, have you chopped things down to I want thing, I want cookie, you know, instead of I want a cookie, I want that cookie, I want my cookie, I don't want, I want your cookie instead of my cookie right? And I want cookie has sufficed so far to mean and get you through. Your goal is to elevate. And remember, new words isn't just brand new labels for things. It's a lot of other words. We're going to talk about how to find out which other words you're going to add, but you will automatically know what words to add when you just make your sentences longer. And if you're using slow and careful speech, it doesn't matter how long the sentence is. I am using really careful speech to explain even multi-syllable words to you that you can understand in complex speech just because I'm talking slowly and carefully. The late talker will pick up more when you give them more, but unless you do, they won't even know what to get. So the hashtag here is give them something to learn. Give them something new. Not the same old, same old, same old. This video is about new words. So you want to get new things, making sure that you are always evolving because how we motivate these late talkers to give you more is by you giving them more without expectation. 
without it being a question, without it being a, a, a prompt to do something, even a prompt to watch you demonstrate to them. You just demonstrate nonstop and they will pick up what you are putting down as long as it's attractive to them. And that's what we're going to talk about next, how to help them pick it up. Because now we know that it's important that you are what to say. There is one more really specific tip that is going to get you from level four to level five. Are you ready? Here it is. Repeat yourself. Same message with new words and phrases, right? It's similar to the last one where you used to say, give me water. You were modeling that phrase so you could get the lay talker to imitate that. And they saw how useful it was. They picked it up right away and then they started using it. And now it works so well that they got stuck, right? Now, how you're going to get a lay talker to give up just needs-based, 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 needs-based is by talking about the things that you're doing in the different ways. So even if you are the same cookie they wanted the same cookie. I want cookie. Give me cookie. That was perfectly fabulous conversation or initiation and requesting. And you knew exactly. I give me chocolate cookie. Some late talkers at level four are give me chocolate cookie from the cabinet, please, mommy. I mean, some late talkers are at that stage, but they don't know any more about it. So again, depending on where your late talker is, you need to repeat yourself over and over again, not just in the same thing. So if this time you said, I will open the cabinet and get the thing and give it to you, you need to talk again about how, the why is the cabinet, in, why are they in this cabinet? Oh, the cookies are in this cabinet. I have to open it, right? Instead of I have to open the cabinet, now you say I have to open it. So now the late talker is learning new pronouns because you just replaced some of the words with other words and they already know those basic words, you're getting more new words. So if you say the same thing over and over, just hoping they'll pick it up, it's never gonna work. That you keep saying the same thing over and over, they're just gonna either get frustrated or they're going to assume that that's enough for you because you're not giving them more. Remember, you elevated to get your child to where they are now. You already did this, okay? Let's look really quick at the scale in the workbook. Now, I'm talking about this workbook right here. I've got it for you to show you. It's the 11-week journey to shift behavior into speaking or the 11-week language facilitation journey to speech. These are the workbooks that I'm talking about. And in these workbooks, I have developed for you so that you can use in your own analysis these levels. And so these are the levels for functional spoken language expression, right? So what um, most people who are watching this, right, they've already gotten past frustration. They've shown, you have shown the lay talker in your life that words are valuable, that they can label the things that they want and you understand them better. So you respond to them more. They might, in fact, most lay talkers who have parents and caregivers who are watching this video 
are the ones who have already understood that the lay talker has messages behind their communication. And most of the things that you've picked up so far are all about the needs because it's real easy to see what the kid needs. They bring it to you. And if it's, you know what it is, they, and, and they'll just kind of shove it in your face or they'll touch the picture over and over and over saying, I need you to give me more about this. I already know what it's called. I already know the descriptions of it. I already know where it is. I already know how to get it. I just need you to give me more than that. It depends on how much your lay talker knows. In this scale, you, they will show you. This is their motivation to talk is what shows up here. And this is how you're going to find out where your lay talker's motivation is. And then in the workbook, there are strategies to help you elevate these levels, including what I'm talking about on this video now. So it doesn't matter where your child is on that expressive language scale, scale, even if they're not saying any words yet, you want new things. You might get basic first words first. You're gonna. You might go from silent to what I call fire hose speech, which is because that's what, what happens with garbage in, garbage out. If they get a whole lot of fast talking speech and they have had ear issues or they have them both going on at the same time, fast talking speech and ear issues, even if it's temporary due to allergies in the change in seasons, then it feels like garbage coming in and anything they try is going to be a copy of what they can process and hear. These tips that I gave you, along with the little hashtags at the end, those little hashtags are things that you can write on sticky notes and stick around your house. Remembering garbage in, garbage out. If you start to hear your late talker producing speech that you can't understand, you go to garbage in, garbage out. Uh-oh, I better start talking more slowly. I better start talking more clearly, right? Number two was use longer sentences. Give them something to learn if you feel like you, your child is too limited, that you know they know how to say longer phrases, but they're holding out on you. Then you got to give them something new to learn, and then they'll try, and they'll show you. If they already know it, they don't see the need to practice over and over again, okay? And repeat yourself is this, okay? So we didn't talk about the, the actual hashtag on this one, and it is attractive speech gets attention. Because remember, that new thing you say, I will open the cabinet and give you the cookie. The first two times you said that, they all they did was acknowledge the fact that, okay, they, they understood my demand and they're going to follow it. They're not listening to learn because you're not giving them anything new, right? So this is it. Repeat yourself using phrases and attractive speech gets attention, okay? Number four. We haven't talked about this one yet. Say what you are thinking and feeling. Once again, thinking about what do you have control over? You don't know what these late talkers are thinking. After they get to be two and a half, especially if they have exposure to devices and stuff, they're going to have exposure to things that are outside of your wheelhouse. If they go to daycare, if they go to child school, preschool, if they go stay the day with auntie or nanny or anybody, and you're not there for it, they're being exposed to spoken language from other people, right? Now, you can't read their mind and ask them, what did nanny tell you? Let me facilitate language about that. What did you learn on your iPad? Let me facilitate language about that. But you can 
you can, when you are together in activities at the same time with the late talker, you can show them, demonstrate how they can talk more about this thing by your own models, by talking more about this event, this opportunity, this situation yourself. So you demonstrate your the best way to share your opinion. I like this, or I don't like this, or that's not for me, but it might be for you, right? It, you share about your fears. I'm not sure I want to do that. We better make sure we're safe before we try, right? Your hopes and worries. Wow, I'm going to be talking all about this. And I really hope you're going to be listening because I know you're going to learn a lot of words when we visit the zoo, park, swimming pool, snow bank. If you're in Australia, wherever, right, you're visiting. You have hopes. You set up these language facilitation opportunities with real hopes. Now, there's a difference between hope and expectation. You can have hope if you know you are doing everything you can to offer these lay talkers everything they need, every language model they need to pick up, you're going to give them. And the more you buy into that mindset and that idea, and you're like, let's talk about this. I want to think about this. You just say what you're thinking. If you see it, that's not so hard. You might already be where you are now by saying what you see in real life. Oh, you're playing with a bear. Oh, you really enjoy that yummy ice cream you're eating. That's easy. This is the next level to get new words. It's how you teach a lay talker to share their ideas, the things that they've got inside their head with the world through your demonstration by you thinking about what's going on in your head and sharing it with the world. It's not going to happen unless late talkers see it. This is why they like to go to daycare, to the school, to the playground, and they watch and watch and watch and watch and watch because that's what this hashtag is. They learn from watching you. They learn what works and they learn what doesn't work by watching other children. And other adults, they watch you when you talk to your partner. They watch you when you talk to their teacher. They watch you when you talk to people who bully them or judge them. They want to see how are you going to handle this? Because they, if you got to this far, you're in the process of, if not already, establish yourself as the source of your late talker's new words, new vocabulary. You can't give that off to anybody else if you want to make sure you facilitate it. You can't stick them in front of Mr. So-and-so on TV or this video or that other teacher. Not if you want to hear those new words. They're going to listen, but nobody's going to facilitate it unless you start to join them in activities and share what's on your mind. That's how they learned it. When you were subconsciously talking about this is a wonderful cup of tea, I can't, I'm so happy I have this cup of tea, the late talker's listening. When you drink the cup of tea and it's too hot and you're like, oh no, it's too hot, I burn my mouth, oh no, no. They're watching, right? They're watching all the time. And so again, it's all about your responsibility as a language facilitator. What are you teaching them? Okay, they are learning from watching you. Okay, 
Now we're going to move into number five. Still not seeing any comments today, so everybody must be resonating with this. If you are, make sure you please like this video and subscribe to the channel. We're going to get to 5,000 in less than a year because the progress is happening faster and faster. More and more people are joining this platform because they're learning that this isn't as hard as people make it out to be. I know that there are people who have gone, including me, to many years of school and worked in many years, 30 years I worked in the field of speech therapy, and I learned a lot, but I learned more in the four years that I have been not seeing the children, but working with the parents. I've learned where parents get stuck. I've learned what causes them to quit in language facilitation. I've, I've found out what causes them to lay awake at night and worry and how potentially easy it can be for you to give up that worry and take real action to see real progress. And we're not waiting for the day your child says a something something because every single day you're facilitating without expectation. And the speech comes faster than you anticipated. But as soon as you put expectations on that process, the kids shut down because they need you to give them more. All right, let's get into number five. Introduce a new concept, okay? You have the stage. Your lay talker is interested in you. They see you as the source, of their learning. They trust that you're going to give them stuff they love. You, they, they acknowledge that you are going to help them when they struggle. They believe that you are not going to lead them astray, right? So take advantage of it, facilitators. You're in the position of influence. Your late talker has subscribed to your channel and they want to hear what you have to say. They do. So now that you're on stage, you've got to put in a little work about what you're facilitating. And you have to work together with the late talker to figure out what these things are. But once you do, once you find something that you believe because you know this lay talker so well, you've connected with them in the language facilitation zone, you've been watching them, you've been taking videos of yourselves, you've been watching how you've changed in your language models, and then as a result, the lay talker has changed and given up their behaviors and turned it into talking. You've watched all this happen. And it was you that caused it. That's why you're the best. No speech therapist could ever do what you have done. They might have helped you. They might have been someone you could pass them off to to help them get over certain concepts or teach them things that you weren't good at. But ultimately, you are the source. Okay? So this new thing that you figure out, you bombard them. You never stop using slow speech in long sentences with new kind of phrases, and it has to be attractive, and you do it until they pick it up. And then as soon as they pick it up, you expand it and or you move on because the goal here is to facilitate independence and excellence, not just the words that you're saying, but more, new, extra, additional, independent, and unprompted. 
That's how you know it's their speech and not just something that they picked up from you. They might say it right away. If you're really good and you're in the zone and you're speaking their language and you're talking about what's on their mind, they will chime in and start talking along with you. But what you'll see more first is them practicing on their own, playing on their own, trying to be like you because they want to come back to their interactions with you over and over and over again with better skills. They want to hear you talk about how last week you couldn't do this and this week you did and how happy you are that they're not having tantrums anymore and they're choosing to use their words. Instead of saying, use your words, use your words, they're already doing it because you are. You don't stop using your words. Even if you have to use your body to help keep kids do things, just keep using your words, right? And introduce something new. Here's some examples of language-rich concepts that you can integrate into any activity from bedtime snuggles in the morning, toothbrushing, car commutes, um, babysitting, uh, playing with toys, taking a walk in the park after going through a day, chores in the house, meal times, any activity. You can do these concepts. Function. What does this fork do instead of talking about the fork and what you do with it? Why do we use a fork instead of a spoon, right? Why? The function of the object, the location. And then you can play a lot with location, up and down, in and out, um, you know, high and low, heavy and light. I mean, these are other concepts, right? But these are comparisons and opposites. And then also locations, where is it under? I mean, a lot of kids figure out the what and where pretty quickly because those are necessary concepts for needs-based. But if they don't know in the cabinet or under the sink or on the left side or the right, there's always ways to expand these concepts, right? And you just pick one for the week. We're talking about location today. And everything you manipulate, you talk about where it goes with expanded language. And just introducing these concepts, this is just regular stuff. It's not brand new. We've got to go and learn how to ride a bike this week. Uh-uh, this is what you are already doing, moms and dads and language facilitators. What you already do every day. You never, you always have the opportunity to facilitate language at least four times a day. Ideally, two to three hours in total. Okay, you got opinion, you got cause and effect. You got social awareness. Why do people do what they do? We watch them do things. Why are they doing it? Why is it important that we engage with people in certain ways based on your family's value system? Why is it important that you pray? Why is it important that you say namaste? Why is it important that we say please and thank you? Okay, and personal benefits. What's in it for them? right? Not just remember, because we all have to be there on time. Okay, so I'm a good direction follower, but what's in it for me? Why is it good for me to be a good direction follower? Why do I need to pay attention to adults? Maybe because it'll help me be a good school kid, and it'll help me succeed and do better on my tests if I listen and pay attention to the teacher. You know, there are always reasons for everything, and personal benefit is a big one. So, this is what I have for you today regarding 
facilitating new words. These concepts along with the, you know, the hashtags there, you can scroll through, write them down, stick them on your mirror around your house or whatever to help you remember that it is you and your language models that make this happen. It's not about the flashcards you buy at the store. It's not about the minutes in speech therapy. It's not about any of that. It's about your interaction with the lay talker every day, all day. And when you do it in a conscious way, using these five tips, you don't have to use them all at the same time. Use the one that resonates for the opportunity that you develop. Okay, it's a lot easier to talk slowly and carefully when you're in bed snuggling than it is when you're trying to get all the whole family rallied up into the car. And then you use these tips to talk in the way that the lay talker cannot help but understand everything you say. And that's the way that you'll help language move forward. Thanks for tuning in today. With a whole range of waves of communication resources, from free content to customized coaching, you now have access to everything you need to elevate spoken language to infinite success. You are welcome to get your journey started with my 11-week language facilitation journey to speech workbook. This tool is helping parents worldwide create non-stop language facilitation opportunities that elevate spoken language beyond even their own expectations. You can access this workbook and all of the language facilitation resources on my website, wavesofcommunication.com.